Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Live Podcast with me, Rachel. I hope you all had a lovely weekend and I'm excited for today's episode because today we're going to be going through some of the verses in Proverbs and we're going to be looking at discovering what exactly makes a true friendship and how do you even choose your friends and what are the qualities that are the signs of a true friendship. So if you want to know more about that, just keep on listening. If you missed out on previous episodes, definitely go back and listen to them because it gives you a little bit of a background on the book of Proverbs. But if you haven't listened to those, I can say it right now for you. And the book of Proverbs was written by King Solomon, and he was the king of Israel from 971 to 931 BC. And he was the son of King David and Bathsheba. And King Solomon's key strengths, like I said before, weren't fighting on the battlefield, but they were things of the mind, like meditation, organization, planning, and negotiation. He was considered to be very, very wise. And you'll notice that it's written from the perspective of a father to his son and giving him very wise advice. So I think we can all learn a thing or two from this book, particularly when it comes to human relationships like we're going to be looking at today. And... This is important because we all have friendships and relationships of different kinds in life and we all tend to come into contact with people problems and we all want to know and need to know how to solve these people problems for when they come up. And I really think that the book of Proverbs is the best place that you can look to for wisdom and advice, not only because it was written by a very wise man, but because the Bible itself was given to us from God who made us. And it's only natural that God can teach us and guide us in all areas that we need, especially human relationships. And I think if we take these key principles to heart, we might just see that we will improve our people skills and get along with people a lot easier in life. So if we read the book of Proverbs for ourselves, we start to notice that it makes it very clear that friendship should always be based on love. And it's because love is the quality that endures the tests and the problems that friends can often experience as they do life together. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a difficult time. So some of you might hear that and start to feel sad because perhaps maybe you haven't experienced that kind of friendship that has seen through tough times. Maybe you've gone through tough times with friends and you've just come away and you've come apart and you're no longer friends. And if that's happened to you, I'm so sorry that you've gone through that. I'm sure we've all been there at some point. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 says, Some friendships do not last, but some friends are more loyal than brothers. And these are the ones that actually count in life. Growing up, my mom used to have this plaque in her house and it says, true friends are like diamonds, precious and rare. Fake friends are like autumn leaves found everywhere. And even though it's corny, I feel like it's so true. Real friendships are things that have to be worked upon, cultivated or even refined. And it's kind of like a tree almost if you think about it. Its roots need to go deep if it's going to survive the strong winds or through a storm. Christians in particular need to be very careful when choosing friends. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 26 says, Good people take advice from their friends, but an evil person is easily led to do wrong. And in chapter 13, verse 20, it says, Spend time with the wise and you will become wise, but the friends of fools will suffer. And I feel like this goes without saying, but friendships that are just based on material things like money or people who have bad tempers or say dumb stuff are rebellious or dishonest or do destructive behavior because they think it's fun, they're just not bound to be good, fulfilling friendships for you. And I know this 
This next verse isn't going to be Proverbs, it's actually the Psalms. But in Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, it says, Happy are those who don't listen to the wicked, who don't go where sinners go, who don't do what evil people do. They love the Lord's teaching and they think about those teachings day and night. When I was in high school, I didn't make very good decisions. Just ask any of my high school friends. They uh, would always come back to bite me, not my friends, my decisions. And I just remember going along with what other people wanted me to do in high school because I just wanted to be liked and accepted. And I think everyone at that age just wants to be liked and accepted. And it's completely normal. But I just didn't want to be considered like an outcast or a weirdo or a loser, even though I'm pretty sure I ended up being labeled that anyway. But looking back on it, those other kids that I was trying to get their acceptance, they, they don't know what they're doing either. They didn't know what was right, what was wrong. They were just going along with the crowd just like I was. And it made me realize that we're all in the same boat. We're all doing these crazy things just because it makes us look cool or courageous or adventurous. But in reality, it just looks desperate. And I can definitely see that now that we were all in a way just full of insecurity and we were all cracking under the social pressures of just wanting to fit in. But the path that God lays out for us is life and he wants us to choose life. He sent Jesus to die for us so that we would choose life. And I quoted Proverbs chapter 2 verses 7 to 8 in last week's episode, but I'm going to say it again. He stores up success for the upright. He is a shield for those who live with integrity so that he may guard the paths of justice and protect the way of his faithful followers. So choose friends that will help you to do the right thing instead of the wrong thing. Because when a friend does that, they're displaying love. And true love in a friendship will always produce loyalty. Just read Proverbs chapter 17 verse 17 and chapter 18 verse 24 again for that. Sometimes our friends or our friends' parents will be more helpful than our own family sometimes. True friends know how to keep a confidence, meaning that they can keep whatever it is that you entrust with them, whether you're overwhelmed or if you just need to vent or if you have a secret that's just weighing you down and you need to lighten the load and share it with someone or if you're hurting and you just need some advice. Fake friends will betray you and tell other people what you confided in them And that in turn can ruin your reputation. So be careful who you confide your feelings in because they might not be the right person for it. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 28 says, Troublemakers start fights. Gossips break up friendships. So you need to find someone who can use wisdom to discern, okay, this person is confiding their feelings into me. Is this, do they just need to vent? Are they just overwhelmed? Are they hurt? Do they just need advice? Or are they straight up gossiping? You need friends who can tell the difference because in the end, they can make you look bad. This leads to the next important quality for a true friendship. And this is something that I've struggled with my whole life. I'll admit that. And it's the ability to control the tongue. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 9 says, Dishonest people use gossip to destroy their neighbors. Good people are protected by their own sense. If someone tells you something, especially if it's about another person, just like I said before, always ask yourself, is this true of that person? Or is this person just angry or upset? Or are they just coming from an emotional place? Because if people are blinded by their feelings, then sometimes what they're saying can easily be wrong or exaggerated. And I'm sure we've all been there. As someone who gets very emotional very easily, this happens to me a lot and I'm not proud of it and I'm working on it and I constantly rely heavily on God's grace and guidance for whenever I slip up and I hope that the people on the receiving end of it are better than I am and just like I said before, they use wisdom and grace to cover offenses with love and forgiveness. 
I'm not perfect. I'm learning and I'm growing just with everyone else. And I see the world differently. And sometimes other people don't agree with me and my reasoning. But I think ultimately it's just like what Proverbs chapter 17 verse 9 says, you will keep your friends if you forgive them. And that's because it promotes love. But other than this kind of situation, this can also apply to sarcasm. So have you ever been on the receiving end of someone criticizing you or someone making a random mean remark out of nowhere and just when you're about to respond and you're upset, the other person just quickly says, oh, hey, I was only kidding. Wow, don't be so sensitive. Well, being able to control the tongue also applies here. Proverbs chapter 26 verses 8 to 19 says, Like a madman who throws flaming darts and deadly arrows, so is the person who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. Sarcasm in this way is the ability to be mean to someone and to say mean things to them, but then also having the freedom to take it back by saying, I was just joking. It doesn't feel nice either way, so don't be friends with someone who does this all the time and just uses sarcasm all the time because if you don't feel encouraged or built up by the person and only feeling degraded, they're not a good friend. This leads to the next important quality of a true friendship, and that's the ability to be lovingly honest with each other. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 6 says, You can trust a friend who corrects you, but kisses from an enemy are nothing but lies. In the Bible, it says a lot about telling the truth in love, and this is because the Holy Spirit can use truth to build character. Satan uses lies and manipulation to tear things down. So why would a true friend want to manipulate another friend? And even if you do hurt someone like that, we should never take our friends for granted and think that they'll immediately forgive us and our offenses, even though forgiveness is the right thing to do. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 19 says, Making up with a friend you have offended is harder than breaking through a city wall. Sometimes you'll notice that some Christians will forgive hurts from unbelievers rather than if they were hurt by another Christian friend in the same way. It takes a diamond to cut a diamond, and that's why sometimes Christians can experience such intense church hurt that nothing the church does will ever break through it. But we have the reconciliation steps in Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 to 25 for when that happens. And when we hold on to unforgiveness for too long, it eventually turns into a prison. So hopefully if you've been hurt by someone, pray and ask God what steps need to be taken for your situation in order to heal again and to try and pray for the other person and to slowly let it go. The last time I was greatly hurt by other Christians, I felt like I had lost my purpose and my meaning in life, and I felt like I was an outcast and that everybody hated me and that I just didn't feel welcome anymore. I was so depressed that I would just stay in bed until the afternoon and I had no energy to do anything, but God really took some small steps with me and I started to heal by just reading a psalm a day. I would grab my Bible each morning and just say, God, I can't think of anything right now. I just, I don't know what to do today. I'm just depending on you and I'm relying on you. Please give me encouragement just for today, please. And I would just flip open to a random psalm and I would read it. And it would just slowly start to encourage me and just make me feel good again. It would piece me back together. And it didn't take a day or a week. It took well over two months before I started feeling myself again. So if you, like I said before, if you're in that situation, just take your time Stay in God's grace and you will eventually heal again. I'm going to try and quickly wrap this up by quickly saying the last two important qualities of a true friendship. And the first is that true friends will counsel and encourage one another. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 9 says, The sweet smell of perfume and oils is pleasant, and so is good advice from a friend. 
And Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so people can improve each other. And the last one is true friends will use common sense and be sensitive to each other's feelings. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 17 says, don't go to your neighbor's house too often. Too much of you will make him hate you. Now, this one made me laugh because when I was younger, my mom told me this all the time whenever I wanted to go over to a friend's house too much, but it's so true. Sometimes we can wear out our welcome, and if you spend too much time with someone, you can run the risk of ruining the friendship. Think about it. If we're going to grow, we're going to need space, just like plants. And space comes from privacy and solitude or being alone. Even when you're married, you need to do this sometimes. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 20 says, singing light songs to the heavy hearted is like pouring salt into their wounds. So remember that love is being sensitive to your friend's feelings and needs and true friends will try to say the right things at the right time in the right way. So those are all the qualities of a true friend and what true friendship looks like according to the book of Proverbs. I really hoped you were encouraged by this podcast and that you come away from this episode with more clarity on how to pick the right kind of friend and what traits to look out for. True friends are such blessings from God and I hope that we all do our part to be these kinds of friends to other people so that we too can bless their lives. We all have growing to do and it all starts here with human friendships and relationships. Anyway, if this episode impacted you, I would love to know about it. You can get in touch with me either on the blog, rachelmelema.tumblr.com forward slash ask, or on the social media channels. I can't wait for next week's episode, and I really hope that you enjoyed it as well. I hope you have a fun and joy-filled week wherever you are, and I will see you next time. Bye!